and I feel slightly otherworldly, as in drugged. (laughs) (laughs) Just ask me questions to prompt me to speak. Welcome to Izzy and Gina in Stitches, informal conversation about life in general and art and embroidery in particular. With me, Gina Ferrari. And me, Izzy Moore. And yes, we have Gina back. Hooray! Thank Flip for that. (laughs) Oh, that's mean. I thought last episode was excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we had some nice, nice feedback. Um, But yes, um, it, it did come out okay in the end with some judicious editing but uh yes I did get I did get a comment from himself so I thought you were usually quicker at editing I don't know why this is taking you so long to do (laughs) did you tell him (laughs) yes it's because you keep talking over me mister (laughs) well it sounded great and it was brilliant and I'm surprised you want me back (laughs) yes yes definitely please stay (laughs) anyways so how are you feeling you are you're here you're looking perky but um I don't suppose you're feeling that perky as we were saying before we started I'm sort of feeling drugged at the moment but um I'm waiting for those drugs to actually work but yeah no I'm better than I was I couldn't have spoken to you last time I was lying prone on the sofa but yeah shingles is horrible I'd always heard people say it was it wasn't nice but um yeah not not good at all no not recommended then okay no so don't go getting it (laughs) <laughs> apparently you, you don't catch it it's it's if you've had chicken pox it's the virus is in your body so sure so there's nothing you can do really to, to prevent um, it to prevent it now it's probably going to pop up at some point well the doctor that I did see about my eye said have you been stressed lately what's brought this on <laughs> not particularly I'm not a very stressy person <laughs> but I'm here so I'm not going to complain about it but you might have to prompt me if I sort of doze off <laughs> Okay, so what have you been able to be up to? What have you been doing? Not a lot, really. Do you know what I've written down? A little bit of drawing, a little bit of knitting and lots of Netflix. Sounds perfect. (laughs) Apart from the knitting bit, I'm not not so hot on the knitting. (laughs) Well, I found I could knit because I don't have to look at knitting because it was in my eye. It's been painful and so I can't read very much or I get tired quickly. So knitting was ideal. So little bursts of drawing when I could. Fortunately, I was sort of up to date with my course and things like that. But as we're talking about time management today, I'm sure I'll talk about that later. But yeah, so it's just resting, really. So how about you? What have you been up to? I have been, yeah, like I was saying just before we started, I have been um, trying to do my usual thing of doing too many things at once. So I've been a participant. I've been a student in two courses and both of them well I did them for different reasons I did the collage course because I wanted to just I've sort of said in all the comments people have left me on Facebook sort of oh what are you going to do with all this nothing really it's just (laughs) flexing my composition muscles you know exercise it's exercises Um, it's it's process yeah it's process it's like a drill like you with your daily drawings yeah. Um, yeah, making these little collages, trying to find different compositions and cropping things and looking for different compositions. It's a way of just getting my eye in. And it's like my 100 day project as well, because that's also composition and collage. Just trying to right. think of different ways of arranging things. 
because I mean we all have our sort of style our quirks our usual way of doing things and I just wanted to sort of break out from trying to arrange these things normally end up like in a cross shape or a grid or there's little funny things that you notice when you start doing a lot of something Um, and that's the value of doing a lot isn't it to notice the way you work yeah yeah so that's what that one's been all about so there's been a lot of quantity involved in that so sort of whole days with the glue pot sticking things down and then the other courses I've done I've done the sketchbook one which I talked about last time looking at my traffic cones and doing my (laughs) little little sketches and um, and that's now developing into a textile course as well and it's the first time I've done a textile course as a participant oh years years and years probably I can't remember the last no no, the last thing I probably did was something with our Embroiderers Guild when we had a day's workshop with someone, but something using the sewing machine, which we're going to get onto in this textile course now, I don't think I've done anything for 11 years. So well, that'll be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sort of treating it as a bit of sort of CPD, continual professional development. Right. Um, and yeah the approaches in it and the way that because it's Tansy Hagen of Palimpsest Parade the way she teaches the sketchbook thing as well it has yeah it's changed my way of looking at things and approaching things and there's some really exciting things in there so those are things I want to explore over the next sort of few months really and that's uh, good because it'll give you a focus yeah 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 something for something for me something to sort of yeah so it's all been about sort of honing my own skills, which hopefully will then have a knock-on effect in making my teaching better. Well, that's um, the, the reason we do it, isn't it? To develop things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because I, I can't teach other people to be creative if I'm not being creative and if I'm not yeah. sort of challenging myself and learning new things. So that's, that's what it's all about. So it's been quite intense. But yeah. <laughs> well, I, I completely forgot because I have actually started a course as well. Yes. Just as the shingles started, I've forgot gotten all about that so which was quite a big course painting learning to see with uh, Gabriel Lipper which I'm really enjoying but at the moment well, that's something I've done I've watched lots of his videos there's lots of videos to, to take in so I've sat and done that and tried to do at least one exercise each week so I'm staying on top of it I mean it yeah. is open for an entire year okay and we're about halfway yeah we're about halfway through but he's brilliant because he stays involved for two months after the course or the eight weeks finish oh that's brilliant so you you can get that feedback and he's and he does give personal feedback he's been brilliant he's given me personal feedback on I think the course is small enough that you get a lot of personal feedback that's brilliant enjoying that excellent and then that obviously that's something if you're keeping up to date then you know what's involved and then when you're feeling better you can go back in more depth and I think I will yeah. yeah yeah so Brilliant. brilliant yeah so yeah so apart from doing that I'm now also getting ready for it's why I need to try and get these courses finished because I'm doing my swirls course again which starts immediately after Easter so by the time this podcast comes out that will be open for enrollment fantastic which yeah. is something it's been in the diary since 
well the autumn when people said oh when are you going to do it again I thought oh I better decide (laughs) so I thought oh how about how about April new tax year (laughs) indeed indeed (laughs) which is suddenly a thing so do you um, suddenly need to do lots more to it or can you well I think I, I mentioned last time, yeah the it's it's all the same as before I have added a little bit extra for the hand embroidery because right. there were some comments that I'd sort of um, skipped over that bit and I mean there's a reason for that it's because it's not <laughs> it's not what I do um so yeah. I, I have caved in and I've done a couple of extra little videos um on the hand embroidery and then I've just been all the way through it and I've checked that all the links are correct and that all the downloads are there I'll have a tweak of some of the words the way the way I've written it is really interesting because it's the first one I did and so going back through and seeing how I've structured it and what I've written my style is yeah I'm so much more relaxed now that's interesting isn't it yeah and the first (laughs) video I remember dreading doing that first video where you have to introduce yourself I'm happy about having my hands filmed that's fine and doing voiceover that's fine but sitting in front of a camera it's like oh no thank you so the first little video I did I just looked utterly terrified (laughs) (laughs) yeah you get used to it though don't you you do absolutely and so I'm not sure, you know, whether I'll be offering the course again, because it was the first one that I did. And there's still a lot there and it's and it's great and people like it. But like I was saying, by doing these other courses and beginning to sort of develop other ideas, I want to move on and do other things. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You need to move on, don't you? Yeah. yeah. So I think I have said that this is well, this is definitely the only time I'm doing the Swirls course this year and I have no plans to do it next year. So this is it, folks. Sign up now or you miss your chance. (laughs) (laughs) So that's me. Oh, yes. And then, yeah, talking about tax year, I have just been trying to tidy up my accounts. And, oh, it's just horrendous. So this is appropriate to our topic, actually, um, in that I, I wish I hadn't approached it in my usual method, which is to shove everything in a heap and deal with it later. But uh, so shall we shall we move on? Move on to us. our topic of today is time management. <laughs> <laughs> which is very pertinent for lots of reasons. <laughs> Yeah, how do you organise yourself and how do you get stuff done? So I've just given a hint to my one of my methods, not my only method, which is to put things in a heap and uh, say I'll get to that later. So how do you organise yourself? How do you get stuff? I think I have a schedule for most things that are important. So I know I do certain things certain times. I try to look at stuff like accounts once a week and meanwhile any money in or out I make a note of in my diary because that I have done it where I've just stuffed things into a bag and it's a nightmare so that's something I've learned from experience that I stay on top of that it's not always perfect and I do have to go through it and make sure I suddenly think oh I've forgotten to put that in every month or things like that but I got as far as I've got an expanding folder for the current tax year so when I when something comes in like an Etsy order or whatever, I print it out and I stick it in there in the right, right month. Yes, that's what I used to do, have a month for yeah. each section. Yeah, and receipts and things, they're all in there by month. So I have at least 
managed to do that so it's not that diff- it's, it's just takes a while yeah and then each yeah. month the idea was that I would keep up with the at least each month at the end of each month um but where I've come unstuck this time is because everything has got so much more complicated now with the online courses with PayPal yeah. and Stripe statements and Stripe is an absolute doddle you print out they just send you a statement don't they yeah yeah and you can select what fields you want you can print stuff out from the website you can select what fields you want and bish bash bosh there you are whereas paypal is an absolute nightmare because it's got all my personal stuff as well right it's it's called it's classed as a business account but i do use it for personal things because i looked into having a separate paypal but it got very complicated with bank accounts sure so that has been an absolute pig. And I, what, what's taken the time is I've been going through my spreadsheet, typing things in. And actually, I have tried to do things as I've been going along this last year, but in a very random way. So I'm sort of going back through it and filling in the gaps and then finding where I've put something in in an odd way. Or I'm, I thought, why have I put that there? And so really, I'm having to start all over again. So. I think this is leading to one of my things. One of my dreams is to have a system, systems and templates. I like them and I want to. Yeah, I'm always trying to find a system. I've now got a (laughs) template for PayPal, but Mm, I've tried. I just have an Excel spreadsheet, money in, money out. And I record everything. Say it's easy just to put it in when it comes in and when it goes out quickly. And then I used to keep a paper trail with a folder like you with a section where I put all the receipts and invoices and things like that. Do you know, I don't even do that anymore. I feel it's electronic. And if the tax people want to investigate me, there's a record there, an electronic record. And that's what they can sort out. <laughs> not my problem. I'm not going to. Well, it probably will be if it happens, but I'll worry about that when it happens. I sort of end up doing that, too. I've got statements and stuff and I have saved them on my computer like paypal statements and things but i also i have to have a piece of paper otherwise i need to have something physical to go through and put in the right order just to see what's what i find right. it really hard just to do things virtually um just yeah. on a screen i need to have oh, well i just bury my head in the sand and just. <laughs> <laughs> but also it does then mean that i am surrounded by heaps heaps yeah. and heaps and heaps and um yeah so it's not necessarily the most efficient thing so but what I'm always after is systems in terms of how I approach anything and so I've got my checklist for the courses now for writing a new course and launching it I've got a whole load of ticky boxes and that that's the one thing I've found that really does work for me again it's having something visual and concrete it's on my desk on a clipboard and I've got little boxes and I can do a physical tick when I've done something and it's almost like creating um, a schedule for myself or sort of like a kit in a way I've worked out so like for my next course that I'm doing the seascapes I've worked out the lesson titles and what I have to do for each one so like create the thing film the thing edit the thing upload the thing all right. Write the notes, do the handout. That's all lots of ticky boxes. And when I do each one, I just work my way through. So it some people might find that intimidating to be presented with a whole sea of ticky boxes, but I like it because I can just sort of 
chug my way through it. Sure. See, I keep that in my head. (laughs) I've got these ticky boxes in my head. (laughs) Lordy, no. So, I mean, for my current course at the moment, because I'm doing a new module every month. So I know first thing, well, I've, I've got the titles already. That's the first thing I do. And I know that once the titles are down and I actually put that on the course craft page, once I yes. finish one month, the titles go in for the next yeah. month. And I just go down in order and look at it each day and think, right, today, this is what I'm doing a video of. And if I've got time, I can do the next one. And when I've done that, I come in, edit, upload, write notes, done. done. And then I go back at the end of the month and check every video, check all the notes, check yeah. all the downloads are there with my notebook, making a note if there's anything missing. Yeah. So that's, so it's kind of a system. It's the it's same. Yeah, it's same. But <laughs> yeah. and I, and I do the same. I've got everything up there in Coursecraft already. And it's just that awful word, populate. Oh, gosh. <laughs> like populating a spreadsheet. I just need to go through and just fill in all the gaps. Right. But I do like having that physical thing of, ticking something off so I've always had like a book or um, somewhere where I've written down what I need to do and I've tried various books and lists and journaly diary type things over the years because I do like having that sort of physical list that I can you know because then you can take it wherever you are you know it's not on your phone or I do like a to-do list which I've always kept in a diary. And I think we spoke about this when we spoke about organisation this year, that, you know, this year I've got a bullet journal. But I'm using it exactly the same way as I use my diary. So, you know, I have a page <laughs> with the days of the week on, with things in that, and anything that comes from that goes on the other side of the page with a to-do list. Yeah. And I work through a to-do list Yeah. when I'm being efficient. I haven't done that for a few weeks but yeah I can see what and then it's about prioritizing isn't it as well well yeah this is what I am really yeah I find this hard so I have two approaches depending on my mood one approach is to say I'm going to do all these different things today and I'm going to do this at this time this at this time this at this time and I write almost like a schedule but then you only need one thing to go wrong or go awry or take yeah. longer than you think. And then the whole lot gets knocked out. Yeah, like getting shingles. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, like like in the days when we could go out, suddenly himself upstairs would say, oh, do you want to go out for coffee? And he, Oh, yeah, OK. <laughs> All the things that you planned for the rest of the morning, that's fine. But if you had something really important to do that you knew you just had to get done that day, then you wouldn't go for your coffee, would would you? And that's what I mean about prioritising. No. Yeah, about yeah. prioritising, which I find very difficult. Do you? Yes, I suppose. Because I think, I either think everything is important or not. Nothing, not nothing <laughs> is important, but just, um, I sort of can't decide. I can't decide So there is this concept of having the most important thing, isn't there? And there's a lot of sort of time management people say, oh, get up at five in the morning or whatever and do the most important thing. Yeah. (laughs) And I think, well, what is the most important thing? Is it going for a walk, getting outside in the open air? Is it doing some exercises, you know? And it can be. It depends what else is on the list, but yeah, because that's taking care of yourself and that really should be number one, because if you're not fit and healthy and feeling good, you're not going to be able to do anything else. No. So, yeah. And that's really, if you think about it in the grand scheme of things, 
See, and this is what drives me, I think. Nothing's really important, is it? Mostly. <laughs> I mean, so you don't or, get your swirls course done. Say you didn't, something happened. And I didn't get it open on the... Get it open. You'd put out something on social media to say, you know, family crisis or this, that or the other, or I've not been well, but it will be launched next week. Yeah. And nobody actually is going to care because of, although we think it's really important, there aren't people sitting there waiting for, oh, no, I know next week is going to be the swirls course. And I, I mean, and that's yeah. hard to imagine when we're doing it ourselves because yeah. we sort of pick it up for a long time. I suppose thing. the only thing with just because you just because you happen to choose that as an example, the re, there is a reason for starting on that date. It's because I am sort of on hand every day, all day sure. for the first eight weeks. And I know when the end of that eight weeks is going to be. And then there's something in my diary, something in the diary, Gina, which may, wow. <laughs> I know, which may be cancelled, obviously, but something sure. is in the diary for June, which is when that will be. And I want to know that I can then go off and enjoy that thing, which won't right. happen. <laughs> anyway, okay. It's going to get cancelled. <laughs> so. Does it matter that you're, you have to be there every single day? And be around. probably not probably not to be fair no and by then if i if it was that last week and i just say look i'm going off for a few days bye um i'll keep an eye out be fine anything because i mean I've, I've just experienced this because the course i'm i'm teaching is ongoing it's lasts until june a new module every month luckily i was way ahead of myself and i'd already recorded everything that was going to be released last friday and that yeah. was done and edited um, it means I'm a little bit behind, so I'm not quite ready for the next one that's got to be launched, but I'm almost there. So okay. I'm not worried about that. But it was one of the course members said, take time out and rest. And so I just put on the Facebook group, I'm not well, I'm, I'm still here, I'll be sort of commenting, but you're not going to get the same feedback from me. And everyone was brilliant. Yeah. So, you know, I think there's a way of working things out. And I guess that's what guides me most of the time. Yeah. So that's a good lesson yeah. learned, really, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. So no, nothing is that that crucial or important except ourselves, our health, our family. That has to be number one. This is true, yeah. And that's what guides me as to what's important. I think, yeah, mostly. No, I'm yeah. not. It's not perfect. No, I think I think you are very wise. Or very, you know, this this is just my laid back approach to life. Because <laughs> there are other things as well, which I mean, it all comes down to. So with what's important and what's not important, it's things like your approach to all the other stuff that's going on in right. So like the householdy stuff. Sure. Because I, I just so looking around at my studio, I like to work in a tidy space. He says, <laughs> big fat lie. Look, no comment. I can see Isabel's studio. No, I'm, I'm being rude now. It's fine. Yeah, I haven't seen the floor. Um, <laughs> but no I so yeah it, it's I do live in a with a system of heaps I have heaps it but I know where everything is in those heaps and there are heaps all over the house and that's fine I can handle that because I know where everything is what what then really gets me and I've noticed over the over the years that it's usually when I'm tired something will just really get to me and it will just throw me into a filthy mood. So the other day I was doing my Tai Chi class in the living room um, late in the day. And as I was trying to do my sort of calm, slow, mindful movements, I noticed there's the mother of all uh, cobwebs above the <laughs> curtain pole. 
<laughs> sort of attached between the curtain pole and the ceiling. And then for the rest of the class, it's like, oh my goodness, you know, oh really, goodness sake. I mean, <laughs> obviously, it's still there. <laughs> That's the funny part. <laughs> so, so I do, you know, I'm untidy, but I don't like things to be dirty. Sure. So things like, you know, if we, I mean, there are only two of us in the house now as well. So thank goodness things don't get grubby that quickly, especially mm. now we haven't got the dog um, or a child, you know, sort of clogging up the bath plug and stuff like that. So that is easier. But if, but still you need to do something. And if it just gets left, I have a certain tolerance, but if it's left for too long, I just can't stand it anymore. And it just like with the tai chi it upsets my equilibrium sure um so even though yeah. i've got my heaps i like the under you know underneath the heaps to be clean and so if i then leave it and i don't do it then i'm suddenly sort of oh it takes all day to clean and oh, and all the things and i want to just be outside in the garden and enjoying nice weather or whatever but here i am huff huff having to clean the cobwebs <laughs> or clean the bath or or whatever it is, or it's doing that little bit every day, but then all the little things every day to keep on top of it, that then eats into doing the other important things, the things that are right. really important, or the, the business things or the work things. And it's finding finding that balance, isn't it? It is, and I guess that's something I've done before. I mean, interesting, actually, because when I used to blog more regularly and people who say why do you how do you find that time you do so much and that's slightly different because obviously they're just getting a certain view of things an edited view of life you know because I don't write in the blog about the times I sit on the sofa and do nothing or when I'm cleaning the bath and things like that you just write about the nice things so you just get this edited view that's not correct but I do have a schedule for things like cleaning um, what is your what is your secret? Tell me all. Secret? Okay. We do it together because okay. I said, right, you know, it's two of us here. It's not just me that makes it dirty. So Saturday morning, that's what we do. We clean the house together. So Stuart does all the vacuuming. I do the bathrooms and wipe down the kitchen and dusting. And then meantime, I do try to keep things as tidy as possible. doesn't always happen. So there's a bit of tidying up and obviously wipe down kitchen surfaces as I go. And that's and then very occasionally there'll be a, oh, the cupboards need a clean out. And so there's a bit of a spring clean, but that happens when I'm in the mood to do it. Yeah. It doesn't bother me the rest of the time. And it just, and it takes perhaps an hour and a half between yeah. us on a Saturday morning. And we know that's what we do. And we get to every Saturday, go, oh, cleaning day. <laughs> but we but do it, it gets it done. And then, it, it and then it you're done. not having to do anything the rest of the time. Yeah. See, we've, we've tried that. Um, and every now and again, if we have, if it has been left for a long time, that is what will happen. Right. But what normally happens with that is Nick will crack. Is it right? And he'll just get the hoover out and he'll just start hoovering things. I think, whoa, 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 hang on, hang on. I've got to dust first because if we don't dust first, by the time I've gone around with the duster, I've got the dust all over the fresh. So, uh, so it's timing it when, and I think, oh, really, do you have to do it now? Because I'm going to have to go and dust now. And I wasn't going to do that. Sure. Which is why having a set time yes. does work. Yeah. I mean, it's a pain, but we yeah. just. But it might be, it might be a sunny Saturday. It might be a sunny Saturday morning and it's going to rain in the afternoon, which means that someone wants to go cycling first in the morning before it rains. Right. 
or we might yeah when when we had music classes for child on a saturday morning uh, at 10 o'clock say there would be an amount of cleaning that got done get it done before we go to music right and it was a regular thing or i would take her to music i would go and do the food shop at the same time drop her off at choir go and do the food shop collect her from choir you know sit with her while she does violin stuff was in a cool bag in the boot then we come home meanwhile he had done the hoovering right that worked for a few years but it, i suppose these things evolve at the moment what's working for me is to do things on set days so this yep. could lead on to back to textiles as well not just talking about our, when we do our dusting so <laughs> so things like, it's all time management yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so so having a theme for a day so on monday or a tuesday i will go and do a food shop now because that's the day our veg box comes on a monday and i need to just check what's in it because it's not always what you think is going to be there sure and then depending on what's in the veg box then i'll go and do the food shop um and then on say tuesday so monday or tuesday is shopping and then tuesday might be dusting wednesday is always bathroom and wash the bath towels Thursday would be shoving a hoover around and washing the floors and then Friday it's this system called fly lady oh I've seen that yeah which is horrendous complicated but there's a lady in Denmark called Diane in Denmark and she's really good fun and she makes it all so much more doable and basically you have a zone for each week of the month right so when, it, when I say dusting on a Tuesday, that is just a quick flick round the whole house, just boop, 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 really quick, you know, nothing, yeah. nothing fancy. And then the hoovering as well. That's just, I've got one of these cordless jobs that just, it's got about half an hour of charge. I can just about get around the whole house really quickly, boop, 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 done. But then once a week, you'll do whatever the zone is. So this week, say it's living room. Does that get a deep clean? So then, yeah, so yeah. then using my cleaning time on that day in that week I will say right I'm going to take all the cushions off the sofa and I'm going to give it a really good going over so at least once a month one area so like the middle of the month is bathroom that will get absolutely you know yeah it's sterilized it's just it's so shiny and clean and the rest of the time I always keep my sink shiny apparently the thing people like most about having a cleaner is having shiny taps shiny taps yep <laughs> shiny taps it's true so if you keep your taps shiny all is well <laughs> yeah everything else looks clean if your taps are shiny yeah yeah so i always keep the tap shiny and the sink clean and then once a month it gets a really good blast and at the moment that's working for me but it does mean there is something to do every day but it's not very long it will only take 10 minutes right but even that sometimes goes yeah see I still wouldn't be good at that if it had to be done every day so some people like try to have a studio day and then like I say I've tried that sort of like oh Tuesdays is going to be my creative day but what if you don't feel creative that day I know. <laughs> because the, you do that don't, I do I think all right, I'm going in the studio this afternoon I'll go in there and I'll sit and I'll look at the walls and yes. think well perhaps I'll do this and, and sometimes something will grab you and then you'll go off and be creative or whatever but it doesn't always work that way does it no I know and I have tried doing a thing where you know I thought well the most important thing that must be my creative stuff you know that's what I really want to get to um so I'm going to do that first first bit of the day I'm just going to go in before I've looked at social media or anything like that 
blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to go into my studio and I'm going to do all this wonderful creative stuff. And then I'm going to do the boring things like the accounts or whatever, um, the admin things in the afternoon. But no, it doesn't work. I go in in the morning and I think, and I'm just looking at the clock all the time, thinking all my creative time is just going and I'm going to have to stop soon and we'll have to go for a walk after lunch um, and then it will be admin time and I won't have done anything. And I just ended up not doing anything. So, right. so I've swapped it around now. I think it was... It was you, I think, it, um, the way you were doing your latest course, I think, prompted me to swap. Yeah, I mean, that for that is sort of I have days that are filming days and course days. And on those days, I go out in the studio and I get the filming done for that day. Yeah. And you get it done first thing. Yeah. And then the afternoon time is when I edit, upload. Now, if I don't get that done in the afternoon because we're going for a walk, I will do that the following morning. But I will always get whatever videos I've done edited uploaded notes written so tick it's done then I can move yeah. on to the next one yeah so you are I think I said at the time you are an eat the frog person you eat your frog first of all yeah I hadn't heard that before <laughs> no it's it's no. doing the sort of the thing you dread the thing you're really sort of oh you know, work the, the w words do the thing that you're dreading the most or the thing that's going to take the most effort the most sort of um concentrated time the thing that we would normally try and sort of put off for whatever reason right even if it's for a noble cause you know like creating a course because it still needs that effort and that concentration there's that temptation to do all the other fiddling about bits first and then yeah. oh I'll get to it later or I haven't got the energy now or, or whatever but by doing it first you've eaten that frog you've done the hardest thing and then after that the rest of the day is it gets easy yeah is easier yeah so I've started doing that now. I don't do it every day so and that I do schedule in my diary so I'll look at my diary and think right I've got a couple of totally free days this week so there'll be my filming editing days and then I fit other things around it and but it's flexible I mean you know there's obviously some things have to be done on certain days you know if you've got appointments and yeah and things like that but yeah, I mean, it is, I think, all about, at the end of the day, organising time. I remember sort of replying to somebody about this when they say, how do you find the time? And it's like, you know, oh, you can't sleep. And I think, well, I don't sleep that well, but I do go to bed for eight hours. <laughs> I've got that on my list. Um, actually, I did a little sort of bullet point list of all the different things I've tried. Um, and one of them is giving up sleep. Tick. Yes. <laughs> that doesn't work. Because, I mean, that's another thing that comes into this as well, isn't it? Is whether you are a lark or an owl. And I think I came, I came across a picture a few years ago, I have to try and find it, um, saying, what if you're both a lark and an owl? I'm some sort of permanently exhausted pigeon. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> now, I'm definitely a morning person. I definitely get my best stuff done in the morning. Yeah. Mm. See, I, fi I find that. I like being up early. I love the fresh air first thing in the morning. I love going for our early morning walks. And if we've been up early, I can get loads done. But I also have a late spurt at about 10 o'clock at night. Suddenly I am full of ideas and I start doing things. I'll start writing things down. Not me at all. <laughs> Not a thought in my head after about 8 p.m., <laughs> <laughs> which is quite nice. But, you know, it's, and it's also about, I say it is prioritising. It's about choosing the things that are important to you and, and like I say some things never get done. Yeah. So it's knowing what, yeah, what to say no to as well is Indeed. probably a very large part of of time management isn't it 
knowing yeah. how to manage those commitments yeah and knowing what things can be done on another day or some things can be put off indefinitely I mean and I'm pretty good at doing that <laughs> and these are really we really should get that done and we don't but and then when you do these things that you put off and put off then they're easy and you think why didn't I just do that and get it done but yeah I am I think you're right when you say eat the frog if something needs to be done I will just do it just do it and get it out of the way and then yeah and I don't think about it (laughs) that is that is what I am tending to do but yesterday yes I did I did all sorts I've got my list in front of me I did all sorts of MailChimpy things and sending emails and things. I did all sorts of things and I finished early, but then I thought I'm just going to have a little look at my accounts before lunch. Cause that was also on the list for morning things, right? Just to try and sort of tidy things up. But once I started getting into it, I thought, actually, if I, if I stop doing this, I'm going to lose the thread of where I am with chasing down all these different, things and like trying to work out paypal and all of that if i stop i'll get lost i'm going to carry on and so i actually carried on for the rest of the afternoon and then of course i didn't get to do the nice creative things and then of course i'm all huffy stumping stomping around yeah Yeah, i think just really for me the only thing that i use is a list and a list and prioritizing and that's how i manage my time really I've tried mm. see lists as well. I've tried having a notebook, one notebook, where you have like this rolling to-do list, just in one place, one list in one place. And anytime you think of something, you just write it on the list. And the idea is that you go through and anything that hasn't been crossed through, if it's older than however long you decide, you just cross it through permanently. Yeah. Because if obviously if you haven't got to it in however many months, you're never going to do it can't be that important no but then there's things on there things on my sort of list like that things like you know repair the grout in the shower (laughs) (laughs) which sort of probably is important and I need to get to it but it's been on the list for about three years so uh, I suppose that is a priority thing isn't it then because it's like what's really important to you what do you want to do what has to be done and what can be put off or can you get somebody else to do it for you get a man in yeah there you go yeah (laughs) just threaten to pay somebody to come in and do the grout you might find it gets done very quickly (laughs) but yeah you know that there are options aren't there yeah so i mean just very quickly just looking at my list what i've got here things i've done um what have i tried and what works for me yeah deadlines having deadlines having that rocket underneath me just you know something just to give me a bit of a poke a deadline that really helps me to focus that helps me to then focus on what is important and what isn't important but the danger with being very sort of um, deadline driven or using that as a focus is there is then that temptation to let things drift if the deadline is not that pressing and there's also a problem that when you're working to a deadline and, you know, I, I find a deadline makes me work faster and, you know, if something has to be done on Friday, then I've got yeah. to get it done, haven't I? But then, you know, something happens. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, you get sick or before I got sick, my mum had, had a fall and got taken to hospital and I had to go and pick her up and bring her home that afternoon. So that was that afternoon. You know, so if I'd scheduled to get something done that had to be published the next day, I'd have been up all night. So so if you leave everything until the last minute before your deadline, then there's that danger that things could be derailed. And 
you're probably not going to do your best work if you leave it all until the last moment whereas if you do little bits and pieces and just keep on top of stuff it does I mean you know I'm I'm preaching this but I don't actually follow it all the time I was just sitting there (laughs) thinking about my website (laughs) and a few weeks ago I tried to sort of put things on my website about the podcast well I don't think I've done that for about six weeks now (laughs) And I know that needs that's a job that I need to start scheduling in as a regular thing to do. It's a habit thing as well. It's once you start doing something new, um, it's new. And so initially there's that sort of shiny, new, exciting sort of like using your bullet journal. Oh, I'm going to make have this beautiful bullet journal and it's going to have these beautiful pages. And then it once the novelty wears off, it drifts a bit. But then eventually I find I sort of settle into there's things that stick. Yeah. There's certain things that stick. So like with doing the fly lady approach to the cleaning, doing a bit every day, that does go adrift. And there'll be a few weeks yeah. where things don't get done. Um, so like the living room, even though every every month it's come round as, oh, I should be really doing a deep clean of the living room and who I haven't. The important yeah. bits of it will stick. So like Wednesdays is always like wash the bath towels day. So even if that's all I do, at least we've got a clean past house. (laughs) (laughs) And the same with, um, yeah, so the studio time. So the thing that will stick is now, I'm now a convert to doing the eat the frog first, you know, do the the hard things first instead of building up to them and then enjoy the rest of the day. That's, That's a good approach, I think, yeah. It's just... Getting things done, isn't it, really? Yeah, getting things done and trying to get things so that they just become a habit. Yeah, I've got to do that with my website, definitely. Yeah, so once you have yeah. worked that into, like with the podcast has become part of the routine. Yes. So doing the blog notes for the podcast, that that has a rhythm to it. And yeah. so once that something's got a rhythm to it, then it might be easier to become a habit. And once it becomes a habit, then you would be able to just slot it in with the other things you do without noticing yeah. it so much. That's something I've got to f- work in because actually writing my newsletter be- used to be totally random. It was as and when I thought about it and then there wasn't really anything interesting. But now I try to put a newsletter out each time the podcast comes out. Yeah. And so therefore I know I've got two weeks to find things that might be interesting to include just one or two extra bits and pieces and then obviously to let people know about the podcast and so on so that has now become a habit yeah which that did fall by the wayside over the last couple of weeks as I just didn't feel up to it and so it was like oh I've got to get a newsletter out and I've got nothing to write about because <laughs> that first one I sent out which was like oh I'm not very well so it's not gonna be much in here and then I got six unsubscribes and I thought oh you miserable lot <laughs> I'm not well oh no <laughs> But it was quite funny. But a newsletter doesn't have to be uh, a different subject, isn't it, really? But it doesn't have to be. Well, I suppose it's like you were saying with the course, if it will happen to be a week late or whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If a newsletter happened to just be a few lines saying, you know, hello, haven't written to you for a while. This happened. Here's a new podcast. You know, this might be interesting. Boom, job done. That's fine. It is. And like I said before, there aren't going to be people sitting around waiting at their computer thinking, oh, Gina hasn't sent me a newsletter this morning. Nobody cares. Nobody's interested. Come on, it's Thursday. Where's Gina's newsletter? Nobody cares at all. So, you know, that's uh, that's not true. Not entirely true. But uh, well, <laughs> no, <laughs> I certainly don't wait around for people's newsletters and think, oh, 
where are they? I mean, nobody does. Anyway. So it's not important. And that's what I meant right at the beginning when I said, yeah. you know, most things are not that important. They're not that important. They're important to us, but at the end of the day and in the grand scheme of things of life in general I mean I suppose yeah that's the thing about this year isn't it in the grand mm. scheme of life what is important is our health absolutely yeah and staying sane uh, yeah. be, being <laughs> occupied being occupied as well having projects having creative projects things that are occupying us in a nice way um yeah yeah it's helping to pass the time and none of us are going anywhere still um but we are being creative and we're getting stuff done and all these people who've been sitting around sort of doing their gardening or whatever and or sitting around in their pajamas well I was going to say sitting around their pajamas watching Netflix that's been you Gina yes (laughs) it has but for the past year you know some people have just spent a year doing that I, I that just doesn't resonate at all this has been the busiest year ever so and that is all good that is all good there's a lot to be grateful for yeah and that's been driven by a need to keep busy isn't it and things like that and yeah and I I thrive on being busy so I guess that's another way you know time management it's just but I don't use systems and things like that I've never there's various systems isn't there to do things in chunks of time and things like that have you tried do I remember is it a pomodoro pomodoro I I use pomodoro every now and again I have got my little timer oh you have actually got a tomato timer (laughs) it's tomato or an apple something is it an apple anyway but that's that just sits there being dusty (laughs) (laughs) But it no, it is it is helpful because also it ticks. Oh, that would drive me mad. <laughs> quite, it's quite good, and you only do twenty five minutes, and then you can go off and have a five minute break, and then do some more. So yeah. very occasionally, I will have to do that. But mostly, I find once I start doing the whatever it is I've been putting off, I'm in there, and I just yeah. get it done. I guess in a similar way that works. If I know I've there's something to be done that I don't want to do I might say right just sit down and do it for 15 minutes and make yeah. a start just start once you've done that yeah you do it don't you so yeah so I guess it works in the same way I just yeah. don't have a timer ticking at me because <laughs> that would I would shout at it and throw it <laughs> throw it out of the window <laughs> yes go away yeah so like I said dead, so yeah. deadlines are motivating but you have to be careful um check boxes I like I've tried doing the getting things done thing Oh, it's that chap again. I can't remember his name. I think I mentioned him before where you put things in categories and you have a a card for each thing. And I just end up having too many blooming cards and I can't find them all. So having my bullet journal, which isn't really a bullet journal, it's now turned into a great big. I, I try and keep things in weeks and I write down things that need to be done in the week. Yeah, yeah. so do I. Um. But I used to use my diary like that anyway, so it's worked yeah. in the same way, really. And I, I tried doing the thing in the bullet journal where you plan out the week when you're going to do certain things, and it just didn't work. I've tried doing the reverse planning thing where I've written out a blank week and then I've written in what I've actually done. Okay. That's interesting. Give yourself a blank planner, and then when you do something, write it in, because then... Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting sort of like a way of logging what you have done but also it's then quite revealing if you find yourself sitting there on Instagram for half an hour and you have to write that in oh, that's quite telling isn't it yes it's quite telling it focuses the mind somewhat and you think hmm hmm okay but also yeah. it 
can be quite good when you do a whole raft of things and you write them in to realize how much you can do you know if you haven't planned stuff but you're just chugging through your to-do list actually you can get a whole lot done and I do sometimes do that at the end of the day I think oh today doesn't feel very productive or I've not done much and then you so I, I make myself think what I have actually done. And you think, actually, no, it's been all right. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's having that record. And actually, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, I've done an awful lot. And then with the householdy things as well, because I mean, I know that you like to cook and I like to cook. We don't eat out of packets. Occasionally we do. And it's always disappointing. I much prefer to cook. You set aside a time to cook a meal and that's part of my schedule every day, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. And and we've always made a point of eating together and everyone stops and we all eat together. Yeah, we've always done that. Yeah, I think it's quite I mean, it's something that I've always thought was important. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. And then my last thing I've written here, I think I said this like with my checkboxes is to make it like a kit. So I definitely use this if I've got something that I need to stitch. So like when I've made commissions and things. Right. Or if I'm making teaching samples, I create these kits So I get all the materials together and I do each stage. I get it all prepared as if someone has presented me with a kit. Oh, wow. That is organized. (laughs) Well, I I like it because then it's all quite structured. And again, I just have to turn up and say, oh, look, and and it's all there. And I just work through it. It's fooling your brain. Finding out how you like to work. So if you don't like working like that, don't do it. Indeed. Yeah. What works. Yeah. And so there's no one answer, is there? It's it's what works you but yeah you know and 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 just acknowledging that sometimes things don't get done and other things do so should we find out in two weeks whether my cobweb is still there no you've got to go and wipe it down now as soon as you've finished (laughs) (laughs) because that'll take 10 seconds (laughs) or i could spend half an hour on google googling feather dusters So have you got any diversions or discoveries? If I'm allowed three, then there's television. <laughs> You're allowed as many as you like. <laughs> Am I? Okay, just very quickly to get this out of my system. We have found a whole um, seam of European crime dramas on the telly box on Freeview. Right. It's on More 4, and it's a whole series of things called Walter Presents. And so there's a Swedish drama, there's Belgian things, there's a French one um and we've watched a very good french one called the announcer um so they're about six parts six to ten part series um these sort of sort of crime stuff but foreign language things and absolutely brilliant so the french one is was brilliant and then we watched a brilliant belgian one called the 12 about a jury right um, (laughs) with these two crimes and then the the story follows the jurors and that that was absolutely brilliant and so oh we must watch it again we must find out what happens to delphine <laughs> you know, make sure that she's okay um and then the last one we watched it was set in east and west germany so berlin wall um about one of the east german spies goes over into west germany he's called a romeo agent so he has to go along into west Right. West Berlin and seduce the ladies. But that was perhaps it was really, really good. And it was only six episodes. But we said, oh, I can't wait for the sixth episode. Watch the last one. And it just finished. And we were, what? 
left us hanging. There's so many <laughs> plot twists that weren't resolved. Oh, maybe there'll be another series. I don't know. So, <laughs> but anyway, there, so there's others. So we're going to have to find something else now to watch to fill okay. fill that gap. Fill but those that's, gaps. Yeah, but that's been really, really good. So there's so many to choose from. Um, really, if you like things like The Bridge, which we yeah. loved then. We loved that, yes. Yeah, there's there's lots like that. So go and check them out. Um, but then the other thing, the other two things I've discovered, I've got a podcast. I've been listening to Mel Gedroich Quilting podcast mel gedroich quilts i think it's called Something, yes because when you said you were listening to that i went and checked it out and that's when i've been sort of not being able to do anything in the afternoons i've just put that on and listened lovely <laughs> it's absolutely fantastic i've been listening to it just non-stop while i've been doing my collages it's like it's her and um andy bush who's a dj who I'd never heard of before. No, I hadn't. Um, they're funny though, aren't they? But they're so very, funny. very, very funny. Just chatting along as they are learning how to do. It's patchwork, really. And there's a discussion actually in, in the podcast as to whether what they're doing is patchwork or quilting. And and it's actually got me thinking, I might want to do a little bit of patchwork. No, you haven't got time. <laughs> but no, 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 no. I no, thought no, the no. same. <laughs> Did you? Oh, this is good all those fabrics I've got yes, but you sit and you do your knitting of an evening sure. I have I've tried that and and it's too much like hard work for me I have to think too much whereas getting some fabric and just wrapping it around little pieces of paper and tacking it together I can do that yep that that's quite tempting actually to just sit and just do a little bit of hand stitching because there's yeah. it's not even like embroidery thinking I'm going to go and do some embroidery so that's not going to happen because again you have to think whereas little yeah. bits of fabric little bits of paper bit of tacking I can do that I'm tempted yeah. I'm going in well we shall see I shall ask you next time <laughs> but it's bit yeah I agree I've, I've well I didn't discover the podcast but on your recommendation I've been listening and it's fab it's really good so I'll put very the gentle Yes, it's great. One last, very last thing, very quick. I have discovered a naughty drink. <laughs> because I've made my slow gin. I didn't have any tonic. Thinking, oh, I really fancy a drink here. And all I've got in the fridge is this kombucha. Oh, okay. It's a healthy drink, slow kombucha. <laughs> it's a fermented tea, isn't it? It's a fermented tea, yes. Um yeah, so it's very, very good for you, and I get it because it's good for me, and it's better than drinking little sort of um, sherry and tonic things, which I quite like. In our efforts to cut down on alcohol, but I've now discovered I can put slow gin in my kombucha, and it's delicious. So it's like, um, yes, it's like a sort of fizzy alcoholic kombucha. Sounds nice because I've had kombucha and I don't like it. it tastes disgusting. Don't care if it's good for me. I'll just drink water. Maybe you not had the right one. Probably not, but. Um... I can't drink for four weeks till I while I'm on these tablets. Oh, that's harsh. It is a bit, isn't it? Anyway, have you got any diversions or discoveries? Well, I wasn't sure I had discovered anything or was done, but I, I have actually. I think it's since I was last here. And it's the Newlyn School of Art, which is obviously based okay. in Newlyn in Cornwall. And when things are normal, they run courses and residential courses and things down there, which sounds great fun. But I've discovered they do on a Wednesday night, they do life drawing classes. And the first one I signed up for was literally pretty much when I got diagnosed with the shingles. And so I sat on the sofa and I did have a little pot of watercolour paints. So I kind of half-heartedly joined in. 
but I still managed to do something. And then I didn't do the last couple because I've not been up to it. But last night I sat and did one, which absolutely wrecked me. I was so exhausted, <laughs> but it was such fun. And you have a life model, which I know is not the same as going to a life class because it's still on a screen. So it's very two dimensional. Yeah. But the guy teaching it was Rob somebody. I can't remember. I'll put it in the notes, but um, he does like a abstracting the figure and deconstructing it so we literally we never had more than 10 minutes on any of the drawings and we had to have as many different media as we could like felt tip pens and charcoal and pencil and it was like grab one make some lines just put the marks in where this figure is you're not making a drawing you just get and I loved it it was brilliant fun excellent so I think they they charge nine pound for a two-hour life drawing class but it's pretty full-on and good fun so I would recommend it if you are missing going out to things like that so yeah, and I put the pictures up on Instagram today. So where it will go from there, because these are obviously just sketches on paper and I'd love to take that into some sort of painting, but I, I'm kind of just trusting that these things feed in really. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think um, it's what they call filling the well. Is it? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so that's what I'm doing. I think that's something from, have you heard of Julia Cameron? Yes. Yeah. The Artist's yeah. Way. Yeah. Because she talks about taking yourself off for an artist date. Yes. Once a week. And I guess that's what it was. It's It was not something I would ordinarily do. And so it's just two hours. Say so I find it because I'm not an evening person. I find it quite hard doing it from seven till nine in the evening. But, you know, you don't have to do every one. And it's, it's just really good yeah. to do something different and uh, explore the yeah. figure. Well, that sounds great. Because I'm, I'm doing, I'm trying to keep up with my daily drawing and... It is figures that I'm interested in. That's sort of come out from doing that. And um, people, yes. and I know I can draw and I know I can make a likeness, but it's how do I make it interesting now? So anyway, that was my little Brilliant. discovery. Newlyn School of Art. Yeah. Excellent. Fantastic stuff. So thank you everyone for listening. Um, I really hope that you enjoyed it. It's been fantastic to have Gina back. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I hope it's given you some food for thought, whether you're a system person, an owl or a lark, in terms of different ways of uh, getting everything done or not, as the case may be. But we'd love to know what you think. So please do get in touch with us and consider subscribing. That would be fantastic. And you can find us at ginaferrari-art.co.uk and isabelmore.co.uk. So until next time, goodbye. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. And yeah, I'd love to know your systems as well. So <laughs> what works for you? So bye. <laughs>